for Seth's Saturday Morning Outdoors, featuring Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. The greatest place to learn about going into the outdoors. One of the best, Kent Brown, showed us how to get it done. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson. I listen to you every week. Just love your show. Always an inspiration. Always makes me want to go out and go fishing. It's three hours of the best in outdoor entertainment. Informative. It's informative. I learned a lot of stuff. They're entertaining and they're real informative. Seth Saturday Morning Outdoors. And it starts now. Now. It's time for Ultimate Bass, your all-bass fishing radio show. We'll take you fishing across the country and across the street in pursuit of America's favorite game fish. Ultimate Bass puts you in the boat with the world's best bass anglers and tournament pros. And now, here's the host of Ultimate Bass, tournament pro Kent Brown. Hey guys, it's Saturday morning, August the 26th. Let's just say we have now turned this into Bryant Smith's Ultimate Bass Radio Show. He just, you know, it's just going to be the Bryant Smith Show for, uh, well, I don't know. You know, we had him last week. We got him this week. Uh, how cool was it? If you missed the big news, if you were not following along, what was going on? Bassmaster and uh, and Bass Live, Bassmaster Live this morning on FX1. Um, day one, the St. Lawrence River. Bryant coming off a fourth place finish um, on Monday because we wrapped up championship Monday. Uh he, uh, he set the five-fish all-time, five-fish smallmouth record, 29-5 uh, on day one to take the lead at the St. Lawrence River. So how cool was that? And, uh, you know, I know a lot of us were following along and uh, and watching that one. Yesterday, a little bit of a stumble for Bryant, um, only 19-4 yesterday. Dropped him down in to eighth place, making another cut, though, and he is uh, – he is well, well in and locked in to his very first Bassmaster Classic at the, uh, um, at, uh, where is it? It's Grand, is it Grand? Where the heck is the Classic at? I think it, uh, I think it's in Birmingham. It's in Birmingham. Um, it is in Birmingham, but, uh, it is, uh, it is cool. I mean, he's locked in for 2024 Bassmaster Classic. And uh, it's uh, it's just been fun to watch, man. He has uh, handled it well and uh, represented the West so so well. And and uh, and and going into uh, going into cut day today, but um, Kyle Welcher, man, talk about a, a heck of a year uh, leading the Angler of the Year race into the final two days of the season, uh, leading the Angler of the Year race and leading the tournament at, uh, at the St. Lawrence. He has. Uh, 10 fish for 53.6. For those of you counting, those are all smallmouths. So that's a 5.36 average. Not so bad. If any of you are sitting around going, man, I've never caught a five pound smallmouth, uh, which a lot of bass fishermen haven't. And for a few of us here in the West Coast, it's, you know, probably single single digits uh, of how many five pound smallmouth you've actually caught in your life. But uh, but pretty cool, man. That has uh, been an awesome, awesome event to watch. And and uh, and awesome to to uh, to see Bryant just have a, a just a great season and uh, you know wrapping it up and and uh, just want to see him make it all the way into the final cut day or uh, who knows man maybe get another giant bag of fish but it is uh, it is it has been quite fun to watch the internet pages and uh, you know we have some uh, we have some some traditionalists I guess we'll use that word traditionalists that are just not in favor. 
of forward-facing sonar. It's not fishing. Uh, one really, one really ex-successful uh, angler um, on his YouTube uh, rant, daily rant, uh, went on to you know to say that it, it it's like l- allowing spotlights for deer hunting. Um, oh my God! It, but this 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 same angler has. Uh, has has made about uh i don't know he's i think he's cashed a check about five times in the last 15 years so it's been uh it's been kind of interesting to watch him make himself relevant uh by running it down man and it's uh it's a tool and it is uh it is a tool i think it's here to stay i don't think it needs to be uh banned or anything else i think it's uh i think it's pretty darn cool and uh if you've had an opportunity to run it um, it, it doesn't catch them for you. It's just like Alabama rigs. You got to throw them in the right spot. But, uh, but we did catch up with one of the guys that is, uh, I think he's one of the best forward facing sonars anglers we have out here in the West understands it better from anglers, Marine the big kid, Kyle Grover. And, uh, we just sat down with Kyle and, uh, kind of picked his brain about, uh, about forward facing sonar and, and, uh, and everything about it and what you're looking for and the baits to throw to see better and a uh, really super cool interview with uh, uh, with Brian as well. That was, uh, uh, or I mean with Kyle as well. And and uh, and we did catch up with Brian on, uh, on oh, what was that? Uh, Thursday night after he had just broke the record and uh, and he just hung out with us. So we, uh, we've got that one for you too. It's uh, pretty cool. He's pretty excited. And, uh, and I know he's really excited to head off into the Bassmaster Classic, looking at uh, FX1 here in the in the uh, Sacktown Sports Studio. And, yeah, first thing they're showing, <clears throat> Bryant on stage with 29.5. So he's definitely getting a little love for his sponsors, you know, Meridio Decisely, non-endemic sponsors uh, that are that are here uh, in the fishing industry supporting him and uh, and obviously uh, his, uh, his fishing sponsors, you know, the Rangers and Strike Kings and Lou's and, uh, all those companies. So that part's, uh, that part's pretty cool, but great. Uh, uh, I think it's been great to watch. I, I, I can't, I can't believe guys are saying, Oh, <clears throat> so boring to watch forward facing sonar tournament. But, uh, uh, you know, it is, uh, it is pretty fun to watch. How about, how about, uh, Koya Fajita, uh, and Koya won last while well, wrapping up on Monday. And, uh, man, he is, uh, they call him the Prince of Japan. He is a, he is a, uh, he's almost a robot, man. I mean, he is, uh, the forward facing sonar guy from, uh, from Japan and, uh, Quid not doesn't communicate well in the States. He's, he's getting better. Uh, but he, uh, he wrapped up and got a big blue trophy as well. And, uh, and his, uh, uh, is is just uh, uh, hammering away at Joey Safuentes. Those guys are battling it out for the rookie of the year. Obviously, Bryant, uh, you know, can't even. It, he's had a phenomenal year, third in the rookie of the year race, and and well behind uh, Koya and Joey Safuentes. So uh, that part's uh, pretty fun to watch too. Great great race for uh, for the rookie of the year. Also, um, a few anglers, you know, with yesterday being the uh, the elimination line, a few anglers were done for the season. And uh, a few anglers were done with their hopes of getting to the Bassmaster Classic. Some uh, pretty successful guys. Um, uh, Brandon Palatnik, man, he uh, he struggled in this one. He was uh, he was 101st out of 102 uh, after the first day of the tournament, and he kind of owns that place, man. And and uh, it's uh, it's been uh, it's been a rough one for him. But a few of the anglers outside of the Bassmaster Classic. Uh, cut line. So that one's going to be uh, kind of interesting to watch. Two-time champ 
Hank Cherry, not looking like he's getting in. Scott Martin, Clark Winlet, Iconelli, Clifford Perch. Uh, you know, we go down that that list of of anglers uh, that uh, Gussie. You know, although Gussie has qualified by winning uh, last year, but uh, does not look like uh, that that he's going to make it in. So, uh, G Man Gerald Swindle not making it into another classic. So, uh, looks like Zaldane not probably likely maybe not getting in i don't know so it's going to be an interesting uh interesting one to uh, kind of keep an eye on and kind of watch how it all uh, how it all lands but it's it's been fun it's been a great year watching uh the bassmaster elite series obviously and uh, and being able to root and, and you know we'd be we'd be remiss if we did not talk a little bit about our buddy maddie wong having two great tournaments as well uh you know maddie has deep roots in california but obviously calls hawaii home uh, but Maddie, uh, Maddie having having great events and and pretty cool to uh, uh, to see that as well. Having uh, having good smallmouth tournaments, so that part has uh, has been fun to watch. Maddie, he uh, he, you know, he was right there through it all, sitting in nineteenth going into today as well. So anyway, enough about that. But uh, if you've been following along, it's been pretty cool. We're excited, obviously, around here because uh, we've got pretty much all access to Bryant. So we we uh, we have him hanging out with us pretty regularly and uh, and he's already said man I can't wait to come back in the studio when i get home and tell you all about it so uh so obviously we will uh, we will be doing that so it's going to be um a lot of fun we uh, we also saw that uh, major league fishing made the announcement uh they they're up early with uh with their uh, schedules for next year and the uh, 2024 mlf tackle warehouse invitational schedule uh, is out and the stop in California still non-existent doesn't and you know we can't blame them I mean they've they have not drawn well uh, with the Toyota series we hope that's going to change in 2024 but uh, you know the first stop in February 9th through the 11th is going to be at Sam Rayburn Reservoir uh, in uh, in Texas second stop will be at West Point Lake a few different lakes that they're going to so uh, West Point got a long history um, in, uh, in Georgia, we've also going to see them, uh, kick off stop three at Kentucky Lake in uh, Calvert city, Kentucky. So back at Kentucky Lake, seeing how, uh, all that goes, that should be a lot of fun. Lake Eufaula in Alabama will be there. Such a history laden lake with man's bait company and Texonics and hummingbirds and all the stuff that happened, uh, back there around Lake Eufaula in Alabama throughout uh, the history of the sport. Lake Champlain is going to be stop number five, and, uh, that's going to be, June 15th through the 17th, and then stop six will be on the Detroit River uh, in Michigan. So that's the uh, that's the Tackle Warehouse Invitational, where a lot of our anglers from the West uh, will be uh, will be headed off to fish. So that part's always kind of fun. And the uh, Major League Fish and Bass Pro Tour schedule, where you know a lot of uh, a lot of our our Western guys are off on the Bass Pro Tour. Uh, they're going to be headed to uh, Toledo Bend, Stage One, January 30th through February 4th, which means. It's going to be hard to get any of them to the ISC show, isn't it? They're all going to be driving and getting ready to leave town. Uh, February 20th through the 25th is going to be at Santee Cooper um, in South Carolina. March 14th through the 17th, Redcrest, Lay Lake, Birmingham, Alabama. April 9th through the 14th um, will be at Birdstown, Tennessee. That's right. A Redcrest is in Birmingham. The classic is back at Grand Lake in Tulsa. I knew I I knew I, I, uh, I kind of stumbled over that this morning, but... Uh, Stage 3, Dale Hollow, April 9th through the 14th in Tennessee. April 30th through May 5th, Stage 4, Lake Eufaula in Oklahoma. You know, we have two Lake Eufaulas. Uh, So this one's going to be Lake Eufaula in Oklahoma uh, that they'll be going to. May 18th, the General Tire Heavy Hitters at Kissimmee in Florida. Uh, 
Stage Five. Never heard of this place um, in North Carolina at the Chowan River. So uh, that one's going to be kind of interesting. Never heard of that. Uh, they're going to be going to the James River in Richmond, Virginia in June. They will wrap the season up uh, with a smallmouth smash, Stage 7, at the St. Lawrence River out of Messina, uh, and that will be uh, August 6th through the 11th. So pretty cool schedule, some new places uh, to see the Bass Pro Tour anglers compete on next year as well. So uh, always fun when uh, the new schedules come out. And, and you know, I'm sure we're going to have a, a few of our uh, our keyboard guys out there saying, you know, oh, man, they're afraid of California. They're this or they're that. No, man, these communities pay them pretty well. And uh, in the south, those communities have tourism dollars. They have money to get those tournament circuits uh, there. So it should be, uh, you know, should be understood that uh, we have no communities out west that are actually going to pay them, um, you know, maybe a little bit, but surely not what they're paying back in the uh, in the Midwest and south and, and, and the northern communities uh, where they're up there smallmouth fishing. So it's just, uh, it's just kind of one of those, uh, one of those things. And we have never had the big, uh, the big, you know, influx of money, uh, into the tournament circuits and, uh, and sponsoring, getting those events to come in. I mean, I, I think the last time Bass was here, you know, they came to the, uh, they came to the Delta clear Lake. I mean, they, they, they were promised money that they didn't get paid and a lot of those things. So that's a big part of the reason why we don't see those big tournament circuits coming to the West. And, uh, and that's really unfortunate. Hey, next Saturday, September 2nd, Saturday of Labor Day weekend is free fishing day. So, uh, if you've got a friend, a neighbor, buddy, somebody who's been bugging you to take them fishing, this is a great opportunity to drag them out. No fishing license required, uh, on September 2nd. So it's free fishing day. So you get an opportunity to, uh, get out there, maybe drag somebody out on Labor Day and, uh, and do a little bit of fishing. So that part is, uh, is always kind of fun as well. So, uh, make sure that, uh, that you got somebody out there doing that. We probably better dive off here. I've been on a rant this morning. Am I out of time? We better go quick on clear. Like stick around guys. We're going to be hanging out with Brian Smith. Then we're going to be talking forward faces sonar with Kyle Grover. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. You know that Strike King makes a whole line of sexy crankbaits and some of the best spinner baits you can tie on, all with KVD's name and picture on them. But did you know they make tungsten punching weights and drop shot weights? Slither rigs, hack attack flipping jigs from former angler of the year Greg Hackney, deep water football jigs, top water frogs, and the rage tail line of plastics, weightless baits like the Ocho and tubes, trailers and chunks. Check out the full line of Strike King baits online at StrikeKing.com and see for yourself all the fish catching stuff you didn't know Strike King made and your buddies weren't going to tell you about. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorenz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need, from entry level fish locators to the most efficient. Sophisticated marine electronics on the market today. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new live series with active imaging and three-in-one sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side scan and downscan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. 
performance. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Are you looking for something different than what every other angler is using on your favorite lake? Are you into 100% all-American handmade wooden swim baits, crankbaits, lipless baits, wake and walk the dog baits? Do you like using big baits and catching big fish? If so, then check out the Ketchup Carol Bait Company's line of custom handmade baits at KetchupCarolBaits.com or at Tackle Warehouse. Wondering if these baits really work? Check out Rich's YouTube videos and watch what his baits do on Spring Lake in Santa Rosa, where all his testing is done. Boaters, remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County Muscle sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive mussel prevention and boat inspection at nomussels.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for our weekly Clear Lake Doc Talk report. Brought to you exclusively by Canocti Vista Casino. Just two hours from Sacramento or San Francisco. Canocti Vista Casino is your Clear Lake fishing headquarters. With the largest marina on the lake, 90 powered boat slips, 80 hotel rooms overlooking the lake, affordable bass angler rates all year, free launch ramp, wireless internet, and for you RV owners, there's a 74-space park right next to the casino. Launch your boat, put it in a free-powered slip, and enjoy the night action in the casino offering the newest in slots and table games and the steakhouse and bar and now it's time for doc talk hey guys it is time for doc talk and if you have not been up to clear like you're in for a surprise i think um you know we've been used to the past few years low water at clear like where we had uh you know weed beds two and three hundred yards offshore not that way this year uh whether it was the uh you know lack of uh, of light high water obviously the lake being at full pool with our a fantastic winter last year, but uh, but it is not weeded over completely in the uh, in in the lake, the north or the south end. There are still some weed beds to fish, but uh, but not weeded over completely, and uh, and the lake is in great shape. Water levels are still great, gonna be fine throughout the fall. We don't have to worry about the red line on the launch ramp um, through the fall. So uh, so fishing has been really uh, pretty good up there. I know the BBT had events up there last weekend. Uh, had some pretty good weights weighed in, and uh, and the Wednesday nighters having some pretty good weights coming in as well. So uh, so it is definitely going to be a time, and fall is going to be a great time to be at Clear Lake. And if you haven't yet, start looking at 2024. Some great events coming back up to Lake County, uh, including the uh, One Bass California Open. That one's going to be uh, in April, and uh, and looking forward to that uh, moving back into the spring. That should be a great event. Uh, we're also going to be uh, back up there with the uh, the uh, Toyota series, so that one's going to be a good tournament. They're going to kick the season off at uh, at uh, Clear Lake, so that one's going to be a fun one to kind of keep an eye on. So a lot of great events coming to uh, Lake County. Make sure you've got all your uh, rooms booked, campsites booked at the casino. More importantly, get ready because it's going to be a great fall fishing if you're headed up there for any of the TOCs. It's going to be a great time to be fishing in the fall at, you know, as we like to call it, the best bass lake in America. 
Bassmaster Magazine rated Clear Lake is one of the top 10 bass lakes in the country. You can enjoy great fishing and stay right on the lake at Canocti Vista Casino. With everything you need to make your stay enjoyable, all you have to worry about is catching fish. Whether you're fishing a major tournament, club derby, or just a weekend away, make Clear Lake and Canocti Vista Casino your next bass fishing destination. For information and reservations, check out canocti-vista-casino.com. Boaters, remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County Mussel sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive mussel prevention and boat inspection at nomussels.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. I can't believe he answered the phone. When you set the five fish BASS smallmouth record, coming off a fourth place finish, and locking yourself into your first Bassmaster Classic in your rookie season, you normally go Skeet Reese and don't answer the phone. But no, Bryant Smith, he answered the phone. What a day. Day one, man, St. Lawrence record-setting five-fish limit, 29 pounds, five ounces, and they were all brown. Dude, we are so proud of you out here. I appreciate it, yeah. I uh, I have no words for what happened today. It was, uh, it was. I mean, obviously, it's a day I'll never forget. And, uh, man, it's been uh, all the all the outreach and everybody messaging me, phone calls and everything. It's been, it's been amazing. You've done a few interviews I've seen too. There, you know, you're you're knocking that out. You're doing a pretty good job. Well, somebody trained me really, really well. <laughs> come on, come on, sit down and shut up. You're doing this. <laughs> That's it. That's it. So awesome, man! You posted a little winning prefish photo yesterday. Uh, how big was that one? That because that thing was giant. Yeah, that was. Uh, that was. <clears throat> let's see, what was that? That one was six pounds. Um, that was six. I. Yeah, I didn't post anything from yesterday. Oh, okay. yesterday was yesterday was even better. You know, you got a funny look from Dave Mercer on stage when you said yesterday was even better. Uh, yeah, you know, pretty pretty crazy. And is it is it just wads of fish, Bryant? Is it are you just on an area that's got a bunch of big ones? So it's kind of twofold. There's a I got one spot that I mean, hopefully it holds up. It's got a lot of really really like four to six pounders i won't say a lot but I, you know enough to i've i've caught i think 10 off of it and they've all you really been, only oh, need 15 more exactly exactly yeah <laughs> so that's that's kind of been the area that's been one of my areas where i just go you know i started there today and i got you start out and just grab 25 pounds off of it real quick i mean it's crazy to say but that's kind of how it went almost and then after that, um, I've just been kind of bouncing around fishing more isolated stuff. And every once in a while, I run into a really, really big one. And today it was six and a half pounds. So well, it, we're going to get uh, to watch, obviously, on Bass Live. We're going to get to watch on, hopefully, FS1. 
uh, again this weekend where you can occupy all the time on FS1 like you did last weekend. So that's uh, that's that's super cool. We don't want you to give too much away, obviously. But um, are the rods rigged with the same stuff they were rigged last week? It's pretty close. It's pretty close, close. you know. Yeah. It's a little different than last week just because these are, you know, last week was uh, pelagic feeders, you know, bait chasers, I guess you you would call them. This week, they're goby eaters. So it's more towards the bottom, uh, stuff like that. So. So a little bit different. Bait bait fish is different, obviously, from yeah. one location to the other. Exactly, exactly. But we're still chasing smallmouth. We still got a drop shot rolling, you know, all that good stuff. And uh, we'll see what uh, see what we can do. And you're fighting them all on spinning tackle. All on spinning tackle. Yeah, um, Alpha Angler DSR. It is my absolute new favorite drop shot rod. Um, Are you they know, designed Brandon Palinick's name off of that? They better not because that, he's the only reason why I catch him on that thing. <laughs> it's uh man, it, it really is. It, that's been a huge player that. And then uh, that new loose custom light, man, that, you know, catching smallmouth like this, obviously they're, they're big, they're strong. They like to pull. You need a reel with really, really smooth drag. So if you're in the market for a new reel, man, I have been so impressed with that loose custom light. It's uh, I think I got three or four of them spooled up right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be uh, going to be fun to watch. And, and that is a, that is a, a great combo. And how does it make you feel when, when Brandon Palinick calls you his little brother? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of yeah, that's kind of a joke we got going. Uh, man, it's it, stuff like that. Still, just it's like pinch me moments, you know, where it's like, yeah, that's Brandon Polnick, and you know, we're buddies, and he's talking trash with me. You know, it's great, and uh, never thought I'd be here, but man, I'm soaking up every second of it. Well, not only are you there, but they know you're there, and. Uh, I got a I got a text from from JD Blackburn who does all the uh, all the media marketing for Ranger Boats uh, sometime early this afternoon that just said Bryant's got 28 or 29 and, uh, <laughs> and, and thought that was pretty cool uh, you know got another got another couple of messages from Dave Mercer so uh, yeah we we are definitely uh, uh, definitely having fun with your success obviously and and more importantly man last week fourth place finish lots of lots of time but more importantly, you're going to Bassmaster Classic, dude. You are a Bassmaster Classic qualifier. Yeah, this whole, like, there's so much to process right now. I have, <laughs> I mean, from today and qualifying for the Classic last week, that still hasn't set in. This, I, I get texts, you know, I've been getting texts all, all evening, like, yeah, you set the record. I'm like, I read it, and it doesn't even seem real. Yeah, set uh, the record for the largest five fish smallmouth string ever weighed. Uh, in BASS history, so how yeah. how cool is that? You know, I mean, it's, you're uh, you're a record holder. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's incredible, it's incredible, and uh, now, I will remind you, our buddy Skeet Reese did set the all-time BASS weight record in his career. Okay. It, it lasted four and a half minutes until Skeet finished <laughs> weight. So know, just don't let him do that to you this week. <laughs> you know, the funny thing about that, I was actually out that way. <laughs> yeah, I, was, yep. I think I was 12 or 13. Man, I watched all that go down. That was so awesome. 
yeah, it, and now you're there, and uh, yeah. and that's that's so cool. And and uh, man, we don't want to tie you up. We don't want to take a lot of time, but but you know, hopefully, uh, this is just turning into the Brian Smith Show, and we're just gonna run your stuff every week now for a while. <laughs> it's actually pretty cool. So, it's uh, oh, be awesome. so fun, man. We're we're watching, we're rooting. And uh, and and you you're the only guy from California fishing the Bassmaster Elites, buddy. But you got a huge fan club out west that's definitely pulling for you. Man, I appreciate it so much. You know all the support I get from from the West Coast. It's uh, you know I put a lot of pressure on myself to represent the West Coast well, and I hope I do. And uh, all the support is it doesn't go unnoticed. I appreciate it more than everybody knows. You got it, buddy. Go out there, keep smashing them, uh, and we're gonna keep watching Bassmaster Live. Bassmaster, you can follow along with Bass Track all day long, and uh, Bassmaster Live on FS1 Saturday and Sunday. Hopefully, we're going to see Bryant Smith uh, occupying a spot on uh, on the camera again this weekend. And uh, let's just get a big blue trophy. It'll make that drive all the way from New York back to California so much easier. Man, it sure would. We got a long way to go, but uh, we're uh, we're off to the right start for sure. There you are. Thanks, buddy. Keep after him. Thanks, man. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. Boaters, remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County Muscle sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive muscle prevention and boat inspection at nomuscles.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Still building legends, one at a time. Ranger Boats and Gone Fish and Marine invite you to take a closer look at the entire line of Ranger Boats. Explore the waters in one of the new RT series of aluminum boats or take the helm of one of the newly redesigned Deep V Aluminum series. Of course, all the top pros are chasing their next limit of bass from one of Ranger's legendary models, ranging in size from the new Z175 to the Ranger Cup Z521 Comanche. And families, don't forget the ever-popular Rieta series of fish and ski fiberglass boats or the all-new Rieta pontoon line, Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, online at GF marine.com or build your dream rig at rangerboats.com looking to increase your bass fishing knowledge and keep up to date with everything going on in the bass fishing world then westernbass.com is your online source that will keep you in the middle of the fishing action not just a forum westernbass.com offers an online magazine complete with fish catching tips in every article video photos and special prices from advertisers every week westernbass.com hosts a free classified section to help you move that boat or extra tackle or find a fishing treasure tournament pages that notify you of upcoming tournaments and recent results you may already be a fan of westernbass.com westernbass.com and we invite you to explore all the links we are sure you'll find some great bass fishing information you may have been missing westernbass.com the largest bass fishing website in the west i can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year teaching him about casting how to choose bait set the hook and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket save the ones you love a message from california state parks division of boating and waterways Hey, New Gen Bass has wrapped up the 2023 season, except for, yeah, the TOCs are coming in September and October. The Pro-Am at Lake Shasta 
and the team tournament up at Lake Sh- at uh, Clear Lake. The first part of October, they want you to know 2024 is ready. They've got to schedule out for 2024. Four team divisions and a great Pro-Am division kicking off at Lake Shasta in January. So make sure that you've got all their dates circled on your calendar for 2024. Go to com and get the schedule and get signed up. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey, guys, we've been watching Bass Live. We've been watching FS1. We've been watching a lot of anglers just standing on the bow of their boat. Sometimes they're not even casting, just looking at fish finders. Is it the way of the future or just part of the game now? It's uh, it's pretty cool. Forward-facing sonar. Every company has it out there. My go-to guy, my expert, the guy I go to to answer all my questions on forward-facing sonar, the Big Ken from Anaheim, California, former, former Angler of the Year in one bass, Major League Fishing, true expert, forward-facing sonar, my buddy Kyle Grover. Uh, Is it cheating? I mean, Randy Blockett said it's like shooting deer with a spotlight. It's the same thing, Um, although I think Randy Blockett's a little off his Blockett. But other than that, is it cheating? Come on, Kyle. I I I dislike that guy so much. I purposely will not watch a single one of his YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't watch his YouTube videos. I just uh, I just hear his I just hear his ramblings. And and when you're 200 and something in the point standings, uh, you know you gotta stay relative somehow yeah. in the game. And uh, and that's how he does it with negativity. Yeah. And uh, you a, know, no, it's just you know it's a tool like anything. You know, like. It's not it, like when mapping first came out, that was all intense, you know, like it's, it's just, it helps. It depends at what lake you're at for sure. It helps more, more than others, but you almost have to have it for sure at the tournament level, depending on what, what lake we're at. And if you know how to use it, which most of the guys, you still see the most of the same guys up there at the top of the tournaments, you know, it's not like you just catch them because you see them, but it, it helps. It makes you so much faster on the water. There's no more, oh, I've got my waypoint over there and the rock pile's over there and I just keep firing away. And, oh, yeah, I'm in it right now. Like, you know exactly where you're throwing. You know, if there's, it helps to see if there's fish swimming around that spot. It, it makes you a lot quicker on the water, a little more efficient for sure. Well, you come from an era of uh, aged anglers that probably grew up playing video games, probably grew up playing, you know, living on a computer and video games and, and laptops and all this stuff. Do you see more old dudes like me struggling more with forward facing sonar or are they adapting a little bit? They're adapting for sure. I mean, you can, I guarantee you, I can walk in the back of the shop right now and there's two or three older bass boats that are getting electronics put on them right now. It's, it's nonstop in the back. Every, you just, you got to do it or you're going to get, you're going to get left behind. And it, it, especially where we live down here, the lakes are deep and clear. Up there, you know, like Clear Lake, it helps a lot. Like clearly, you gotta have it. And unless the, it's absolutely matted grass, like it helps so much up there. It's it's really just the delta is the one place where you can. I have a button on my boat where I can turn it on and off. So like when I'm at the delta, I don't even push the button to turn it on. But other than that, you gotta have it. Three to five transducers now is what everybody's saying. Uh, you know, obviously they were, they were saying that, uh, uh, you know, that last week, uh, there were like five transducers on the boat and, 
and and some rumors that they were saltwater transducers, which we'll see out 300 feet, and, and now the new active target to uh, bringing it in, you know, 120, 140 feet, pretty easy. Um, how many transducers, and and why more than one? I've, so I've got all my pile of stuff sitting behind my desk right now because I've got my new 521R. It's in production right now. We'll have it here in about three weeks, I think. I think I'm going to go – it's so ridiculous. I'm going to go to two active target transducers next year so that I can run one in perspective and one in forward mode because I think the the perspective mode where you can – it's I'm, you can go online and see what it looks like. It's a little better in shallow water. I think it'll be really good at Clear Lake next spring. I think we're going there in April, two different tournaments next year. Right. And you can you can you're fishing in less than 15 foot of water. I, I think it'll help a lot. Forward is still the best. Um, it's definitely you want to keep. I've definitely found that if you can keep your target further away from you, it you get a, a few more bites. I think they're starting here in the last year, like they can feel it a little bit. The fish, they can. I think they can. They can feel that transducer pinging. Well, lakes are so pressured out here. Um, yeah. Like you said, I like to run mine at 120 feet. You know, there's there's pretty much there's there's three options for forward facing. Lorant and Garmin are the two obvious, the, the more popular of the two. I, I prefer to run Lorant because it's a little better out there, further away. You right. can see fish on your active target pretty well in that 80 to 120 feet range. Um, and it just it look the Lorant it just looks the same all the way out there to 120 feet. You don't lose it whereas the Garmin, you can see, there's a little more detail on the Garmin for for sure. Like if you've got a bush at 60 feet of water and 60 feet in front of you, you can pretty much count every limb on the bush on the Garmin. Like it's really clean. But but the Lowrance, you can still see it. You can still see the bush and everything. It's not quite the detail, but it's I think the beam's a little narrower, so you can see a little better further out there, which is what I prefer. I, I like. I want to be able to. Keep it as far away from the boat as possible and still throw at it. One of the uh, one of the, the the challenges I think with forward facing sonar is as is knowing what direction you're looking at and being able to pick your bait up in that cone angle. And I tell a lot of anglers, you know, if you're getting forward facing sonar, really before you start going out there looking for fish and doing all the stuff that you think you're going to do with it, really learn how to make the cast. And, and to make the cast to see the bait and, uh, and and know exactly where that cone angle's at. And and I think that's kind of a learning curve for a lot of anglers. It is. Like, I'll, I'll get, when I go out and I'm at a tournament for about a week, it's really about, like, I know where my foot, like the angle that my, you know, you know toes right, heels left on your pedal. Yeah. Like, I can tell, like, like based on where my foot angle is, like, I'm about right in there. And then, obviously, you've got the indicator on your, on the top of your, on the arrow on the top of your trolling motor. That's, like, but it's really, like, I know that if I'm this far forward with my toe, it's about right over there. And little tiny movements with the trolling motor to, to pick up your bait if you're trying to follow your bait. It's not all, all like, you see, it all, if you're watching all the bass live the last two weeks, like, these guys are throwing right right at them where they're actually watching them eat it there's not there's a lot of that out here not as much of that as there is back there where those guys just happen to be right now it's more like where exactly i don't watch them eat it so much as like you want to be like in the right zone 
You know what I mean? Yeah, where, where they're at, whether they're running bait or whether they're sitting on a ledge or sitting on a break, but you're actually seeing them. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the baits because it's, it's opened up a whole new, gosh, the, the tackle store has got to have two new aisles just for the baits for fishing, you know, with forward-facing sonar. It's uh, It seems to be opening up a whole new realm of soft plastics, jig heads, everything. Yeah, the the jig head with the fluke on the back of it, that's like the the hot deal right now cuz you can you can watch your way out there, you can catch fish that are suspended out off just in in no man's land where you never used to fish for those fish ever, you can fish for them. If I lived Is up that there in be North something Cal, you'll do at Mojave? It yeah, I'm not going to lie, I've got the stuff. I've, I've been watching the video. I've actually the last couple of years I've tried really hard to catch them on it at uh, Havasu in the winter time when we, we we always go there in the spring and I haven't I've caught a couple haven't been able to do it that well. I need a guy. We got a little lake down here called Lake Paris. I think you can catch them on it there. But I it last year the fish in Mojave they're they're bait related but they were really tight to the bottom. Not quite what you're seeing these guys do the last couple of weeks. But it's def it, it it could definitely be a factor I think for sure. A factor coming up, U.S. Open coming up in October, uh, and that part's going to be uh, that part's going to be pretty cool. I got guys out here telling me they're watching fish uh, eat topwater baits. On, yeah. Uh, oh on yeah. You know if a fish is 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 uh, following your topwater bait. One hundred percent. So yeah, like like so I run I run Lawrence and on the active target they've got little notches on there. I like to cheat mine up one just one click. It's got like as you turn the transducer it'll it clicks on you. Everybody knows that. Like yeah. where they want you to run it, like perfectly p- perpendicular. I like to run it one click up because if you have it one click up, you can see your bait land in the water really well, and you can watch your top water. So like, yeah, when I'm throwing top water, I've got it out, and it'll be halfway back, and I can see it out there, and I, I'll do like a couple quick movements with the trolling motor. Oh, there's nothing remotely close to it. Wind it in and throw again just to be a little, a little bit quicker. But actually seeing your bait land helps a lot because if if you just run it normally. Generally, you don't pick your bait up till it's about a foot under the water, foot and a half. Right. But when you can see it actually land, it looks like a, it looks like a little explosion on the on the graph. So you know, like, oh, I'm right above where that fish is, where I'm trying to throw at. That, that's a, that's a good little little tip for everybody. How long has it taken you to get proficient with forward-facing sonar? And who are the guys that you watch to learn, or read, or see, or talk to? Who do you who do you watch to learn more about this stuff? There's lots of there's lots of good YouTube's out there. You definitely want to pick someone who's running what you're running, whether it's Garmin or Lowrance stuff. I like the Lowrance. It's very easy to dial in. They don't have as many settings. You always never have like the general rule is you don't never run your your sonar in auto depth. Like you run your normal sonar in automatic, the, where the depth's automatically changing. You don't want to do that on Active Target. You want to set the depth yourself. You want to run the sensitivity on auto and then bump it up as high as you can until it kind of the screen will blow out with interference and then come down a little bit. That's really the two settings that you have to mess with, and then you're you're pretty dialed in. the The Garmin the Garmin has a lot of settings. Like you got you can dive really deep in it. I ran one of those when it when it first came out. I had one of those, and you really gotta do it on the Garmin. Uh, Milliken, he's like the most popular YouTube guy there is. He's got tons of awesome videos of it. Uh, Wheeler has some really good videos on Lowrance. Um, Those two guys are the two. I I watch a lot of 
Milliken. He's got a lot of really good videos about it. Everybody watches him. Yeah, yeah, very popular and and uh, and a guy I think I got to track down to get on the show. So so we are seeing a trend. We're seeing uh, we're seeing old boats, new electronics. Lot I mean, obviously new boats we, come with new electronics, but see a lot of upgrades these days. Everybody, we sell you know we sell tons of trackers, protein one seventy five, aluminum boat seventy five on it, and guys are putting nine to twelve inch graphs on the front of them with active targets because like, you got to have it. It's every, everybody from old to new to small to big, all of it. So uh, in in following some of our more opinionated anglers out there. Um, should it be banned, and do you think it ever will be? I don't. I don't think it will be because the the. I think the electronics companies have too much, too much sponsor dollars in that thing yeah. for them to to not be in there. I think it would be cool. I could see. I don't think Bass could do it. I think I could see maybe MLF having something where like this is going to be a no forward facing transducer sonar because they kind of they pivot sometimes like they did five fish this year. I think that would right. be cool if, like, all right, this one is is no uh, like no forward one facing of the year. Yeah, like I love right. I love forward facing sonar. I use it like crazy. It's boring to watch on TV. I think everybody the la- last week at Champlain, these guys are catching giant smallmouth, and I like, I can watch it for like a little bit, and I'm like, it's like the same thing over again. All these guys staring down. Another five pounder. It's just yeah. not that fun to watch. I, 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 I think you'll see maybe, I don't know if they've come out with the schedules yet. I would maybe less, maybe work it around where they're going, I don't know, going to Florida more. Or places you know, Bryant Smith be. will disagree with it wasn't fun, just so you know. Bryant's going to disagree with that statement. Yeah. No, I'm sure it, it's I, – I will sit there and stare at it all day myself fishing, but to watch it on TV and on your computer, it's like, oh, my God, I'm over, like it's, I can only watch this so much. Yeah, yeah, I know, and it, it and it does. It it definitely gets uh, it definitely gets to folks, and and obviously, you know, there's a lot of folks claiming that it's destroying bass fishing, and I'm still a firm believer in our in our electronic world that it's not forward facing sonar destroying bass fishing. It's keyboards. Keyboards have yeah. done more damage to bass fishing than forward facing sonar ever will. And uh, you know, you you want to you want to get on the bandwagon with whomever you may want to believe, but I think it's cool. Yeah. It's uh, it's uh, it's changed the way I fish after all these years. I know it's changed the way a lot of the a lot of the veteran anglers fish. You know, we we grew up with a flipping stick in our hand or or, or sheer power fishing, covering bank, and uh, and now it's different. It's moving the anglers offshore, and it's moving the anglers uh, where you know we a lot of times spend a lot of time fishing where the fish weren't, and uh, it's it's cutting down on the anglers out there doing that. So uh, so it's pretty cool. Give me a prediction, man. U.S. Open coming to uh, Lake Mojave October. Uh, you have you have been all around the leaderboard at the U.S. Open. It's about time you win one of those. Gosh, that'd be fun. You know, I think I, I, it's, that's at the top for me. I'd love to win that thing. Um, I think it's going to be a little tougher this year. You know, last year it got one on the outside, forward-facing sonar, just like everything, yeah. you know. Um, but you know, last year you only had a handful of guys that started out there doing it. You know, Josh and Suwan and Spencer and a couple other guys. And then, you know, the, the problem with that lake is it's it's just narrow and it's long. So you drive down the lake and you could just be like, oh, there's Josh, there's Spencer, there's Tony, whoever. You see everybody's everybody's got their right. boat wrap and 
there's no hiding there like there is at Lake Mead. I think this year everybody, I'm sure there's guys out there this week right now that have started to go out there, and they're just going to immediately start out there on the outside looking for fish on their sonar. And it's going to tight, it's going to make that, I think that bite's going to be a lot tighter this year, tougher. I wouldn't be surprised if someone like Justin Kerr came back and won this next year just because he finished, he was the only person I know in the top 20. I think he finished 10th, 9th or 10th, I can't, 8th, somewhere in there with no forward-facing sonar. Didn't even have it on his boat. He just knows the lake so well. Like, I could see somebody like that winning. I think a little less weight. I think Josh won with 62 last year. I think probably upper 50s this year, a little bit less. Just just because of the sheer amount of pressure that those outside fish are going to get. Probably still one out there. But, uh, yeah, I think tougher weights. Uh, and I, can, I, I think you could see someone winning that tournament not on forward-facing sonar just because there's going to be so many guys out there doing it that the shallow, the little shallower fish might get a little less pressure. Pretty cool. You uh, give us a couple of baits, not from a hobby, not from a hobby, but a couple of baits that an angler probably needs to put in their bait arsenal. I know you're you're a tackle junkie, so a couple of baits that somebody needs to put in their tackle for forward-facing sonar. A couple of baits they absolutely maybe don't have in their tackle box now, but they need it. The one that you like, if you really want to like like to start off, if you're just getting into it and you really want to follow your bait around, is an A rig. Because you can, it's so big, it's easy for the the sonar to pick it up. Um, it's really, I throw the A rig a lot in the winter time, and you can. I, I did really well the last couple of years at some of our spring tournaments we've had, where you, you've got fish sitting in brush piles, or and you can run your eight because you can watch it. You can run it like right up to things and over top of it instead of, and you don't snag it because you can see it like you can pull it up right before it gets to something. You know that's that's a really good one to run. You know, crankbait, the the jerk the jerkbait style stuff. Jerkbait is really another big one of mine. You can see that really good on that thing. Um, and even around here in Southern California, the Senko. You know, you can see fish suspended in trees. Throw that thing out there, watch it fall right down in the middle of them. That's that's another one you got to have. But really, if if you're trying, like if you're you're kind of new to it, haven't got it super dialed in yet, I would start with an Alabama rig because that's what that's the bait that you can see the best on that thing. Yeah, yeah. Great advice, guys. From Kyle Grover, Anglers Marine, down in Anaheim, California. Somebody you might get an opportunity to go fishing with the U.S. Open or even next year when one bass and Major League Fishing make their pass through northern and southern California. Kyle's one of the guys you always want to keep an eye out for. And, uh, always fun, Vic Kid. Always fun when we get to talk technology. You're my guy. You're my guy to go to it. Uh, and, and try to get caught up on all this stuff. So I always appreciate when you can hang out with us. Definitely. Anytime. You got it. Kyle Grover, guys, give him a call, and uh, and he can definitely get you all dialed in on that stuff uh, as well if you're looking for a new boat, tell you what you need to put on there. But I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Have a great day, everybody. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. You know that Strike King makes a whole line of sexy crankbaits and some of the best spinner baits you can tie on, all with KVD's name and picture on them. But did you know they make tungsten punching weights and drop shot weights? Slither rigs, hack attack flipping jigs from former angler of the year Greg Hackney, deep water football jigs, top water frogs, and the rage tail line of plastics, weightless baits like the Ocho and tubes, trailers and chunks. 
Check out the full line of Strike King baits online at StrikeKing.com and see for yourself all the fish catching stuff you didn't know Strike King made and your buddies weren't going to tell you about. Are you spending another weekend watching Zona? Van Dam and the Major League Fishing Pros swinging fish after fishing in their nitro boats? It's time to let Gone Fishing Marine and Dixon move you off the couch and onto the front deck of your very own nitro or tracker bass boat. Gone Fishing Marine carries a full line of mercury-powered tracker aluminum and nitro fiberglass boats. And their award-winning service department will keep you on the water. Check out gfmarine.com or just bring your trailer hitch down this weekend. Gone Fishing Marine. 1880 North Lincoln and Dixon is your authorized tracker, nitro, Tahoe, and sun tracker dealer. Boaters, remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County mussel sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive mussel prevention and boat inspection at nomussels.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hey, Mark Lassane and the crew at Bass Angler Magazine have even more to offer you besides the great publication they do four times a year that'll come right to your mailbox or to your uh, iPhone or iPad. You can read it digitally as well. But now coming in 2024, bam, the Bass Angler Magazine Tournament Circuit, uh, a full circuit of Pro-Am events kicking off at uh, Northern California's Lake Shasta. So make sure that if you're a subscriber of Bass Angler Magazine or you want to get involved in the new BAM tournament circuit, that you're checking everything out at BassAnglerMagazine.com. Make sure you subscribe when you use your code RADIO. Uh, and BassAnglerMag.com is going to get you everything you need and all the information for the upcoming 2024 season. What's up, Big Daddy? Todd Woods, FLW Costa Pro, checking in. If you're looking for a review of your insurance from bass boat to business, look no further than Ben Green Insurance Agency. Ben is a friend of mine and takes quality care of all my insurance needs. Give him a call. The number is 626-290-0888 or check him out on the web at www.bengreenins.com. That's Ben Green Insurance, 626-290-0888. Ben Green Insurance. Hey, I'm so excited to get an opportunity to put some miles on the new 2022 Thompson's Toyota Tundra. Uh, I will tell you, we're seeing 20, 21, 21 and a half on the highway. Uh, you Tundra owners know just how important that is. And uh, it's, a, it's a great new truck with a 389 horsepower twin turbo V6. Uh, awesome new uh, new cab and, and just a great truck. Plus, you have Toyota bonus bucks out there to win if you, uh, if you catch them. So get out there and check out the all-new 2022 Tundra. Give the folks at Thompson's Toyota a call or stop by 14040 Road in Placerville at thompsonstoyota.com. Don't miss a single show. Ultimate Bass is now broadcasting live streaming audio at saps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all the shows are archived there and at westernbass.com as well. Now you can listen to new or past shows on the internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. Ultimate Bass, Saturday mornings from 5 to 6. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. 
I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Ken Brown. Man, if you're not headed out today, if you don't have it to buy forward-facing sonar now, I don't know what's wrong with you. You got a little Lowrance Active Target ready to go right now, but... Uh, I have Lawrence Active Target sitting in the garage. I just need to get it hooked up and get it wet. Uh, that's the biggest thing. But you know what? I, I've noticed uh, some photos, guys. I've noticed uh, some friends getting out fishing a little bit. Um, the kids went back to school, and the 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 level of folks on the lake dropped immensely. So we're uh, we're headed into it. We're headed into our fall fishing season, and that part's always fun. Fishing's always really good. Hey, just wanted to to kind of do a little reminder. They moved this to Folsom, uh, but for about the past five years, they've been doing a uh, a uh, memorial tournament for um, a fallen officer in uh, uh, Mark Stashik, who was a uh, Sacramento County Sheriff, Rancho Cordova policeman, killed in the line of duty. Very active angler, was a big bass fisherman, guys, uh, and uh, and and loved to go bass fishing. But uh, every year they've done a a fundraising tournament, and they've moved it now to Folsom, and it's going to be September 9th. Uh, it's going to be Saturday, September 9th at Folsom, and a uh, great opportunity to get out and uh, and support a great cause. And they're doing uh, both a, a, a five largemouth bass category or uh, or one trout, and uh, they're doing a trout category as well. So um, pretty cool. It's got a, a lot going on for the kids, a family fun zone, uh, everything at Granite Bay. So it's going to be kind of a uh, kind of fun to uh, to keep an eye on this one, and you can uh, you can get signed up. It's the uh, it's the Mark Stashik Foundation at gmail.com. and uh, just have a good fun day. And uh, the proceeds from the tournament uh, go to his foundation, and that honors the uh, uh, the deputy, and it provides support to to uh, current and uh, and active families, individuals, officers, and families. Uh, that have fallen in the line of duty. So anyway, really cool, uh, uh, really cool event. And uh, it's been at the Delta the last uh, four years. This is the first year. They're going to move it a little bit closer uh, to where his home was and uh, and do it at Folsom. So that one's going to be a lot of fun. That's going to be um, September the 9th. So uh, make sure if you're uh, a trout guy, I know a lot of you have been catching some trout and some salmon out at Folsom or, some, uh, or, uh, or just want to go take part in a really cool event. Get signed up for that one. I, I wanted to make sure that we – kind of got the word out on that there's just uh, there's so much going on 2024 is just right around the corner you know we're, we're looking at dates we're looking at oh man you know they've announced this schedule they've announced that schedule and uh, we've got a lot of great tournaments coming up for for 2024 a lot of uh, a lot of avenues to uh, head off into and and it's time it's it's your time of year to get uh, to get signed up where are you going to go for 2024 so make sure that you've uh, you've bought your new 2024 calendar i'm going to give you a little bit of advice uh this is this is uh this is experience talking guys Get a, get a calendar. Don't print it off the internet because here's the problem. Most of the time when you print your calendar off uh, off online, it doesn't have holidays in it. Uh, go buy yourself a good calendar book and put your tournament dates in it because what you're going to find is if you get one of those books, you're not going to be headed off to a tournament on Mother's Day or Easter or your anniversary 
or your wife's birthday or your mother-in-law's 80th birthday or any of those other things uh, that will just get you in trouble. So make sure that you're uh, paying attention to those. A lot of great events coming in, and they're kicking off fast in January. Uh, the Phil's Prop Tournament Circuit getting ready to kick off this fall uh, at Lake Shasta, and they're all on Sundays. So you might even... We might even see the Thompson Toyota rig headed towards Shasta uh, some Saturday morning after radio to go up and fish one of those. So, so much going on. Man, follow along. Uh, FS1, Bassmaster Live. Watch Bryant Smith. Watch the Bassmaster Elite guys wrap up the 2023 season. And uh, it's been uh, it's been a cool week to be in the bass fishing world. Uh, it uh, It's time to get out and go fishing. We'll see you guys on the water. From spotted bass in lakes to largemouth in the Delta, Ultimate Bass will help you catch more fish with tips and techniques from tournament pros around the world and top bass anglers from all over the West. Ultimate Bass is a production of Seps Outdoors Incorporated. Thanks for listening. Coming up next, more Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors with Sep Hendrickson and California Sportsman.